This is the Real Estate Investing for Freedom podcast, where we bring on the experts to teach you the golden nuggets of real estate investing so you can escape the rat race and start living life on your terms. Now, here's your host, Dalen Hazel. Hey, what's up, everybody? And welcome back to another episode of the podcast. This one's going to be quite a bit different. This is just me talking. It's a solo cast, so there's no guest and there's no interview. It's just me sharing what I've learned and uh, what might be of value to you in the topic of creating wealth and not just income. So we'll dive right in. I don't have a specific structure to this. I'm just, just talking. So when I realized that I didn't like my job in corporate accounting. I was hustling for income. I, I, I told myself, what can I do to generate income um, that's not tied to my time, that's not tied to this job that I really don't enjoy? And when I thought about it, there, you know, there's multiple paths to go. I, I started drop shipping, which is like selling products on Amazon. Um, I looked into starting my own accounting firm. And a lot of that can work, but it wasn't right for me. So then I got into, of course, as you guys know, wholesaling and finding off-market deals and wholesaling and flipping. And then as I got to doing that, I, I realized like this works for me. You know, this this generates a lot of income. And I'm I was really happy with that. I still am. However, I want to challenge you today with a thought. Are you building just income or are you building wealth? Because it's tax season right now. So everyone's doing their taxes and figuring out how much they made last year. And the truth of the matter is the government wants us to build wealth versus uh, have a high income. And I saw that clearly at my corporate accounting job. You know, These real estate investors, they were not paying hardly any tax at all because they're doing what the government wants them to do. Hire employees, uh, revitalize neighborhoods, invest in communities. And if you're just building uh, an income, just a high income for the sake of the income, then that's not going to be effect as effective as if you are focusing on wealth and income. So let me break this down a little bit. So as you guys might know, um, ordinary income earned from a job or self-employment is some of the highest tax income that you can earn. For example, if you go show up at a job, you're going to be taxed half of the social security, which is about seven, seven and a half percent right now. And then your employer covers the other seven and a half. And that makes up your social security, Medicare, and also called FICA. So FICA is 15.3% of your total income. So, well, half of it goes to, comes from the employer and half of it comes from you, the employee. Then on top of that, you're going to have federal income taxes, which could be, you know, as little as nothing if if you don't make a lot of money or it could be 10 20 up to you know 39% and that's in addition to your um your fica taxes now when you're self employed it's even more brutal because you're shouldering the the whole amount of the self employment taxes so the whole 15.3% you're the employer and the employee so you're covering that whole amount so you're Every 15.3 cents out of the first dollar you earn is going to this forced savings account, which is Social Security and Medicare. And whether we like it or not, that's just the way it is in America. We have this. Uh, we have FICA taxes to pay. Then you have. Um, uh, then you have your income taxes. And I didn't even mention state income taxes. So if you're in a state like Missouri, where I'm at, where you also have you know a six or seven percent state income tax that even adds on. So 
let's say you're the average uh, self-employed person. Maybe you, um, maybe you're a mechanic and you have your own um, auto body shop. So you're going to pay fifteen point three percent. Then you're going to pay, let's say, you know, fifteen to twenty percent in federal income tax. Then you're going to pay about six percent in state income tax. I mean that that shakes out to around forty percent of your income. Um, if you're a really successful uh, business owner, you could be paying up to fifty percent of your income, sometimes sixty percent um, in income taxes, and that's not even covering like sales taxes you pay once you know once you take home that money. Let's say you go to the grocery store, you're paying sales taxes. You know you have all these hidden taxes in your cell phone bill. I mean taxes are just a way of life. But the point of this episode is. Are you building income or wealth? So if you're going for just income, you're going to find that you're going to pay a whole lot of money in taxes, just like I described. However, let's flip the script a little bit. Let's say you are building wealth. Let's say you're trying to build wealth. So we all have to start somewhere. We have to... The point of this show is to teach you how to turn your active income into your passive income so you don't have to work so much. Now, um, when you are uh, building wealth, let's say you buy a rental property. You know that's what I have expertise in. So you work, 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 and you have uh, enough active income to put down a twenty percent down payment on a rental property. So you do that. Obviously, it's a cash outlay at first, but you're in the process of building wealth because let's say that rental property is worth a hundred thousand dollars when you bought it, and then the next year it goes up to one hundred and five thousand dollars. Now that $5,000 you just quote made is not taxed. That's wealth. That's appreciation. That's not taxable. Uh, When you sell, it is taxable, but uh, we're just sticking to the basics right now. That is, that is wealth. You see that play out. If you put in your 401k or the stock market, that is, that is wealth you're, you're building. However, you know, when you sell, of course, the only way in my opinion, the only way to make money in the stock market is when you know you sell. And I know that it gets more complicated than that, of course. And you guys could probably correct me on that. But that's why I love rental properties because I never have to sell in order to make money. I get the rent from the, the cash flow from the, uh, the tenants. And so that's particularly why I wanted to start with rental properties is I'm building a lot of wealth and I'm not taxed on any of that appreciation. And then furthermore, uh, when you're building wealth, say through rental properties, then the the rental income is not subject to FICA taxes. You don't pay any self-employment taxes or Medicare on rental income because it's passive income. And it's passive income per the laws of the IRS. I'm not just saying that because that's a nice word. It's It's actually written in the tax law that tax code that that is passive income. So every dollar you earn of rent income is like earning a dollar and 15 cents of active income right off the top because uh, you don't have to pay that 15% of um, Social Security and Medicare. Now, furthermore, it gets even better because you can write off your mortgage interest, your depreciation, any repairs you make to that property. So I'm doing my tax return for this year and I've noticed that I mean, some of my properties show a profit on paper because maybe I didn't have many, um, uh, maybe I have a low interest rate loan, so I don't get to write off a lot of interest or I didn't make a lot of repairs. But most of my properties actually show a loss on paper. And that's fabulous for somebody in, um, in my shoes because that means I can write off that 
loss, that paper loss against my active income from wholesaling and flipping. And we all know that it's only a loss on paper because I depreciated it. I depreciated, which is um, an IRS tax code that allows me to write off a portion of the purchase price over 27 and a half years. And it's an expense. It's a non-cash expense. So I know I'm getting quite into the weeds. I kind of geek out on this stuff, guys. So bear with me. But the point I'm trying to drive home is in this process, I'm trying to build wealth and not just income. And I'm not just tooting my own horn. I think that's what you should do too. Because when you're building wealth, you'll notice it's, it's slower going, but it's so much easier to make money because there will come a time, um, I have a number in mind where I will not have to look for that next deal. I won't have to hustle. I won't have to um, strive for that next flip or that next deal because I have the wealth. I have the rental income backing it up. So I know for a lot of you guys, maybe you're just getting started. Maybe you think that, maybe you think the idea of making $5,000 on a wholesale as your wholesale fee, that would be like the best thing in the world. But what I can tell you as that once you've made that and you've made you've made much more than that in active income, you realize how much tax you have to pay. And um, I believe that the greatest detractor of wealth is tax. You know, the quickest way to ruin your wealth building ability is to pay a buttload of, of taxes. So what we have to do as real estate investors is mitigate that, buy rentals or invest in alternative assets where you can offset some of this high income because. Uh, I certainly don't want to get to the point where uh, I'm paying 50% in tax. I always want to figure out how to get my tax burden as low as possible. And that's not me trying to cheat the government. That's me trying to do what the government wants me to do and not get punished as an employee or a self-employed person. So I don't know, guys. I hope you guys enjoyed this. Um, What are you building, income or wealth? I keep asking that question because it's so important. If you're just going for the income and the 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 lifestyle and 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 the cars and the house and, and you're just trying to build up a high income, I think you're gonna find that you're on a hamster wheel. They call it the six or seven figure hamster wheel. And I agree it's better than not making much money at, at a job you don't like. I agree that it's better than that. But for the long term, I'm just I'm at a point where I want to build wealth and I don't want to have to strive for that next deal or create that new product. I want to work when I want to and uh, not when I have to. And so hopefully this has been a challenge for you guys. I hope that you also like this format. It's a new one, but I just, when I have something on my mind that I need to share, I think it's important to get that out. And these will be short and sweet like this, just 10 minutes or less, just sharing what I've learned and uh, insights I can provide. So feel free to uh, reach out tell me I'm wrong on on something if uh, you know I, I misspoke, but uh, you can find me at uh, dhazel. 24 on Instagram, or uh, my email address is dalendhazel at gmail.com. You can find that in the show notes. But anyway, guys, hopefully you uh, have a great day and enjoy this little solo cast. Take it easy. Thank you for listening to the Real Estate Investing for Freedom podcast. If you enjoyed the show, please subscribe and leave us a review and tune in next week for the next episode.